Thanks for pressing play. This is Milena Regus with the Unhustle Podcast, a podcast where we challenge hustle, busyness, burnout, stress, always-on mentality, and life in the fast lane. A podcast where we transform lives, inspire change, and shift perspectives. A place where we redefine a new, or shall we say, an old way of living. We share stories of people who will inspire you, challenge you, and motivate you to unhustle, claim back your time, follow your dreams, and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. And we are on. All right. So today on the Unhustle podcast, we are talking with Kathleen Aldead. I met Kathleen a few years back, quite, quite a while actually, when I was a hustling marketing professional, struggling for time, and I seeked her help to help me streamline my wardrobe and downsize my clothes and yet... Uh, continue to look and feel amazing and I've been in touch with Kathleen since then because I really love her easy streamline no fuss approach about clothing yet still maintaining your authentic self and your image and that has given me so much more confidence and energy and um, all kinds of good stuff came out of that first initial meeting with Kathleen. So I want to talk today with Kathleen and pick her brain on uh, some easy and quick tips and practices that people can uh, implement in their lives so they can unhustle and uh, move on with their lives. Welcome, Kathleen. Hello, Melina. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. I know we're all struggling for time and that makes it so much more valuable. So I really, really, really thank you. And um, tell me, looking back at the first meeting we had. <laughs> yep, I remember it. Yep, and you're getting into my wardrobe. Um, and thank, thank God you didn't really... Um, leave uh, quickly for the door when you did that. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to do that. I mean, there was uh, you were you were really organized. You know, you you, you uh, more organized than most people, I'd say. Um, so it wasn't the organization part as much as it was um, figuring out what you loved and what you didn't love, right? Like. Just, just going between like, okay, is this something that I uh, want to keep or is this something I, I don't need anymore? And because do, does this fit my lifestyle right now? And I think that's where we, we really got to dig in and say, hey, some of this stuff doesn't even apply to how you're living, right? And then we were able to take some things out and then reorganize. But you you had a lot of great pieces already uh, as far as clothing. And I think it was in the reorganization that it struck you that you could, you know, take that into your home as well. But 
Is that right? I mean, am I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, no, absolutely. I mean, this is kind of what we want to share uh, with everybody is that you and I meeting and starting with something as simple as my wardrobe and putting some organization and actually eliminating a lot of the things in there that um, I didn't need anymore or were duplicates or things that um, weren't necessarily representing my style and my authentic self. That was really, really helpful. But at the same time, that spurred uh, a whole addiction for me to do the same with the rest of my life, really. And, um, you know, Phil and I went to the entire house um, and it took us, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it was, it took us a couple of years to, to go to the whole house. Mm-hmm. And we went, you know, room by room and, and got to the garage. And by that stage, we were already determined to really change our lives and simplify and, and do the entire Baja Tahoe change um, in, um, in the year. And so we had to live in a 25-foot airstream for four months. And um, there was no way I was going to take all these clothes with me. I mean, airstreams have great storage, but at the same time. <laughs> right, right. No, no, they wouldn't have fit. <laughs> they wouldn't have fit, Melina. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people say, you know, uh, when a, when you're ready, the teacher is going to show up. But I really think that it's harder to find a good student. And you were a good student. You were, you were, you were looking. I'm not sure you knew exactly what you were looking for when it came to changing your wardrobe. But you were a student and you listened really well and uh, you were ready. You know, you were ready for change. And I think that's that's more than half the battle, right? It's like, you know, there's something going on inside of you and you're like, I need a change. I just am not sure exactly what it is. And I, for me, in my work, I think there's no better place to start than the closet because you have to answer a lot of questions about yourself and about your life and what you do and where you go and who you see. And once you start to do that, it opens up doors to, oh, I could actually change some things in other parts of my life, which includes other parts of your house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I want to pick your brain today um, and for the benefit of our audience here, Perhaps we can uh, use your expertise um, if you're willing to share, you know, just some easy tips for people as to how they can start simplifying their life. I mean, I know from what that process was for me, but from your perspective, you know, for, uh, let's say, busy, stressed out uh, entrepreneurs, females and males, what are, what would you say are some you know, two, three steps they can do to um, simplify their life or their clothes. Right, right. Um, You know, I think uh, I do have a four-part blog series on this, where to start. And I think that it's a mindset of, first of all, that you're ready like you were. And then as far as doing something physical, uh, my recommendation is, if you're not going to have somebody come in and be with you while you're going through your closet, then I would really start by taking just about everything out and including 
things like your taxes and old books and, uh, you know, things that don't belong in the closet or really don't belong in your wardrobe area. And then only putting back clothes and, and jewelry and shoes and things like that, that you, um, that you love and want to wear. And so that's the part where it gets kind of tricky. Like, how do I know if I might want, want this next year or, you know, I might need this for some occasion. I mean, that's when all the questions come up, right. Is when you go to put something back and um, <laughs> I, really, I think you have to make some space. I, I always say about two hour increments to try things on because chances are your closet's a little overstuffed and you can't see everything. So taking stuff out and trying things on is going to eliminate probably mm, a quarter of it right away. Yeah, I mean, I remember the uh, I, I uh, remember the process that you and I went through, and we basically took everything out, and I had to try everything on, and that does take some time. But then we also set up three different piles of clothes, and mm-hmm. one was the clothes that we were going to keep, and one was the clothes that were absolutely no, we're donating this uh, today. And then there was the middle pile and the middle pile is the questionable pile. Like, how do you know, are you going to need these clothes or not need them? And so what you and I did is we set up that pile and I think I put it down in the basement for, uh, so I still hung on to it for six months or a year to mm-hmm. see if I'm going to need these clothes. And then I honestly had forgotten about them. So I just donated them and I didn't need them. And I think that's a really good way of dealing with it because some things are, you know, you're emotionally attached to, or maybe you bought it for a special occasion, or uh, your husband told you that you look great in it, but you don't really wear it. So there's just some things that um, are hard to um, separate from and and let go. And keep putting them aside, yet not really putting them in your wardrobe, to me, is a, it was a great way to um, to take that step. Yeah, you really do have to separate out what isn't working for you. Uh, And even though most of our challenges with clothes are from a sentimental place, uh, getting them out of your view every morning is critical so that you're not looking at them because it's a a visual um, drain to see them, even if you're not conscious of that. Right, right. And then your your second uh, process that I absolutely loved was with the words and and the words that uh, describe you. And I still have my five words here and my five words. And I know it was an extensive exercise that you took me through and it actually makes you sit down and think, but it's so much... um, applicable not just to your clothes but also to your business and to everything you do in life as to defining who your authentic self is so my f- five words that we i still have here with from your i'm um, free-spirited radiantly unique mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. genuinely direct <laughs> i still laugh about that one and worldly and to me, that really, when I looked at these words every morning, it really helped me define even more so who I am and, um, and dress to that as well. Yeah, and if you think about it, that, that describes your transition into unhustle, right? I mean, just Absolutely. <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, that 
the easier we, the more we can just sink into who we are, the easier it is to say what we love and don't love. And, and that's really the key to life, right? Is like to just get the stuff out of the way that doesn't work for us. Not people, but things, right? Things that, mm-hmm. that clutter up our lives and um, make mm-hmm. it harder to, to, to just to do anything. Exactly. And so now you have a new program or maybe a new style or um, um, maybe something that you incorporate in your business since you and I met, but it's called essentialism. And I really want you to tell us a little bit more about that. Well, essentialism is actually a course I run uh, once a year and um, it'll probably be in the fall. I have the dates, but I'm not looking at them. And there's uh, it's a six, it's a six week course and we go through the modules and we talk about how to downsize your closet based on who you are. So we do some of the same exercises that I did with you in person, uh, but we're doing them in a small group. And so sometimes that's really helpful because other people can see things about you that you can't see. Uh, but really it's just about, uh, organizing your closet and downsizing it to the place where you have the ability to go in, see what you have and become more creative. And I think that's the one serendipity that people don't often know about is that if you have less clothes to work with and you shrink your closet, you can actually expand your wardrobe because it forces you to be more creative with what you have. And then when you go to buy something, you know you absolutely need it because it's the one piece you're like, well, if I had this one tank top that went with three other things, uh, I could make, you know, six new outfits or something. So that's, that's the kind of thing I'm doing is it's called shrink to expand and it's it is it's shrinking your closet and then expanding your wardrobe and expanding your creativity and that's that's the uh that's the surprise on the other side really and i love that but at the same time um it does so much more kathleen i mean i now that i have a downsized wardrobe and i'm extremely picky now uh what i buy but um with my downsized wardrobe I've not only expanded my creativity on a day-to-day basis with what to wear, but at the same time, it gives you so much more time and space to explore other things because you're not spending time in the closet wondering, like, what should I wear every day? I mean, I just open the door and put some clothes on and (laughs) and focus on on other things. Right, because it's organized too, right? Like we, I taught you how to organize it so that you could pull an outfit together really quickly. We were talking about, um, yeah, being able to, to go into the closet and, um, and putting on clothes that are authentically you and make you feel good and make you feel grounded and make you feel confident. But at the same time, having so much more time in the day to to do uh, things that you're passionate about or maybe opens up time to exercise or do yoga or meditate or work on your new business or a new hobby, whatever it is. To me, that whole process with the clothes uh, really open up so much more, so many more opportunities and, and things to explore. And to your point, so much more creativity came out of actually minimizing uh, your your clothes that um, 
I saw the potential of improving that with the rest of my house and, and we tried to live a pretty minimal life and that has opened up so much more space and time to do other things and I absolutely love it I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and we've really decluttered our space and um, moved on to uh, to more experiences and less materialistic things Right, right. More experience, right? You get you get to try new things and go new places because you don't you're not tied down to your stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's uh you know we travel more and and we go out and do more stuff and yeah, I mean the more things you have, the more they own you and tie you down and and they end up taking all your energy and uh, who has energy for all of that? I know. I know. And money too, right? I mean, if you're not buying stuff all the time for your house and, you know, looking for just the right thing to go on a dining room table or whatever, you have more money to give away or, you know, travel or do whatever you want with. And I think it's it's both the time and the money, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So uh, what would you say, I know you work with some high-end uh, women um, and and men. What would you say are like maybe some of the biggest struggles when it comes to to committing to to downsize or committing to organize their wardrobe? Mm. Honestly, I think the biggest challenge that they have is thinking that they're well one that they're worthy that they they deserve to look better feel better and then the other one is that sometimes they're trying they're doing really well in their career and they're they're only going so far because of how they look in other words there's something about the way they look that has to get up leveled in a way to to move on to a different place in life. And they, and they usually they recognize it. Like that's why they're coming to me and they're like, okay, I, there's something about the way I dress. that has got to change and the way I feel about how I dress. So I get them from both, both sides, you know, both avenues of women are coming to me and it doesn't matter sometimes how successful they are and, you know, quote successful. Um, eventually it comes out that they don't, feel all that great about their body and they're trying to dress a body with clothes that don't fit rather than remembering that it's not about the clothes it's not about their body it's about finding the clothes that fit the body they have it's not about changing their body so those are the things that come up the most with the women that I work with hmm. interesting how do you define success I know I met you when I met you you were in Reno and um, mm-hmm. since then you've moved to um, Louisiana right Louisiana yeah and uh, and you had to downsize your house a couple of times um, mm-hmm. and and with doing what you're doing I know you work online so that's not a problem for you um, where you work from but in your personal life, Kathleen, um, mm-hmm. how do you define success? Well, for me, it's probably 
pretty easy. I it's in really small moments for me where I am either with my family or friends and we are and I'm connected to them in, in a way that's real. And there's just those moments like um, you know, getting to um go for a walk with my daughter or getting to I don't know have dinner with my husband which doesn't happen a lot he works long hours um it's those are more those moments being able to have those and the time to have those are to me success and um so I don't really look at it like a big huge thing like a house or a car or money but really it's the it's the friends and the family that I have and having the having that time to be able to connect to them so say someone calls me and in my work, if I don't have to be on the phone or on a, on a Zoom call or something or in a client's house and I have that time to connect, that to me is a miracle. I love that because that's, that's what I love the, the best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, one thing we didn't really talk about is actually thinking back to, to your life story and to your kind of aha moment um, and for, for your decision to change your life, I know you, at some point in time you had to completely evaluate your situation. Mm-hmm. Would you mind sharing some of that with us? Uh, sure. Uh, if we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> uh, it's been a wild, I'd say, three or four years for me because uh, we um, uh, sold our 2,700-square-foot house when my husband lost his job, and we downsized to 900. And that was a huge shift, right? Huge <laughs> shift for me. Uh, and uh, it was both agonizing and amazing. And then um, he moved away to get a job here in Louisiana and was gone for a year and a half before I joined him. So it gave me a lot of time to reflect on, uh, even though you know we got to see each other in between, but it wasn't the same, right? It was just, it's not the same being married when you live, uh, you know, six or seven states away. But um, give me a lot of time to think about what's important to me and what I want and what kind of lifestyle I want. And um, so moving here to Louisiana and then going to Reno for most of my business and back and forth there every month, um, I actually really love it. I love to travel. I'm going to take off from Reno next week and go to New Hampshire and then go to Dallas and, and stuff. So I'm actually doing what I really wanted to do, what I was thinking about a year ago. Um, but it wouldn't have happened if, if uh, he hadn't lost his job and we decided, you know, we don't want to rack up a ton of debt. Let's just sell the house and downsize while every while it's before it's the big craze. I mean, it was a craze, right? Like when you and I were doing it sort of, but mm-hmm, now it's mm-hmm. like the big thing with Marie Kondo and people, uh, there's all kinds of programs on it. So I don't well, know if that answers your question, but it's been a wild ride. I got to tell you for the last three and a half years, it's a wild ride. Cause <laughs> I'm in a place where it's completely opposite of where I used to live in every single way, weather, food, people, culture, land, <laughs> everything. So what, <laughs> I can only imagine, what, um, what puts a smile on your face then every morning? <sighs> that I wake up. 
it's a good thing. <laughs> right? I'm happy. I'm like, whoa, yay. You know, I try and take care of stuff at night, make sure everything's all set. And then like, hey, I get to wake up in the morning. That's how I feel. I really do. I'm like, wow. Sun is shining. It's going to be 100 degrees today with 100% humidity, but I'm alive. <laughs> I have air conditioning. Yay. Oh, I, I love it. So do you have any um, um, practices? Do you have like, let's say, a morning uh, routine or a morning practice? I do. I, I'm up pretty early and I don't uh, do any electronics or technology for two hours. I don't work. Um, I meditate, I pray, I exercise, I have a tea that I drink. And, um, yeah, for those first two hours, I am not in touch with the world in any way. So even my husband and my daughter, no, don't talk to mom. <laughs> wow um you know that's amazing because uh i have a very similar uh set of practices in the morning and, and my rule is is the same for the first two hours um i do certain things very mm -hmm. similar you know mindfulness movement energy mm -hmm. going outside with the dog just uh meditation doing all these things um and i love them so much and it's been completely transformational for my life um that i created the unhustle morning online course cool <laughs> with these practices yeah i just uh <laughs> it's been a big secret i actually just uh made it available on the website yesterday <laughs> but wow. i haven't i haven't really told anybody about it yet but yeah it's it's amazing what that has done for me from a perspective of uh, getting more focused and, and getting more productive and, and being happier and knowing that um, I put myself first in the morning um, just as busy entrepreneurs, busy business owners, all that that we are, I think it's so important to just um, take care of yourself. And if you leave it for the end of the day, you know, most times for me, it just doesn't happen. Right. You're, you're right. tired. You're it's kind of a, it's kind of odd because you think you know oh I'm taking these two hours and I'll it's going to take so much time out of my day and yet it actually gives you more energy for the rest of the day and for me particularly towards the end of the day I find I have more energy than I used to when I when I didn't do it exactly yeah me too and I, and I am always and you know mine is they're not a certain they're not. X amount of practices I do every single day, you know, I kind of vary them based on how I feel and how my body feels. Right. And I don't necessarily work out in the morning. I think it's more about like a gentle movement, some Qigong. I got into Qigong lately and yoga and um, doing some stretching and meditation and, you know, walking with the dog. I think it's more of a gentle wake up the body. And then sometimes I get into like, uh, a short heat workout or just something for, for energy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I absolutely love it because it's, um, it, it gives me so much more energy and, and internal smile for, for the rest of the day. And then I can tackle any challenges that come that way. And right. we know there's a lot of that. <laughs> right. Right. And it's almost like, okay, they're going to come, but it's not going to be until this time. So I'm not, I'm paying attention to it. And uh, that, that makes you 
that forces you to focus on yourself and what you're doing because you, you know, you're not going to focus on what those challenges are, but it's hard. I mean, sometimes you're like, Oh, I see. Uh, there's probably like 10 notifications on my phone, but I don't care. Like I, I care, but I don't care in that time. But once the time comes to work, okay, I'll care. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it that we're on the exact same, um, system these days and and I find it I find it so valuable to just take some time in the morning to yourself and I gain so much more time and people say oh I don't have time to myself in the morning that is I call bullshit on that I mean if you don't have five ten minutes for yourself in the morning then why are you on Instagram all day long you know or why are you in email all day long right it can all get pushed out to after it can Exactly. Exactly. It's it's different if you have little kids running around, if you have, you know, kids in the house where you have to tend to them, that's a different story. But um, there's, you know, even 15 minutes carved out for yourself in the morning, I think makes a huge difference. I completely agree. Absolutely. So um, besides the two hours in the morning, Kathleen, um, are there any other ways or times that, um, you would do something like unhustling? <laughs> uh, probably not right now at this stage in my life when I'm, uh, I'm super busy doing uh, launching a new men's course. Um, well, that sounds exciting. Tell us a bit yeah. more about that. Yeah. It's called the Mark of Style for Men and it's, it's really just a primer. It's a basic course for men that even if they're in their 40s and 50s um, and wondering, you know, how do I put outfits together? How do I dress stylishly? Where do I start? Um, that I, that's what I created. Where do you start? Because I'm finding that a lot of my clients' husbands who've hired me uh, and, uh, and, and men that have reached out to work with me, uh, even though they're older, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, they really were never taught the basics, just like we weren't, you know, we weren't taught the basics. So I, I, I took all of the information that I've been getting from them over the last few years and put it into a, a seven module course. And it's going to be priced really well. And it's going to be fun and easy with lots of downloads. And I think that, uh, you know, you got to beta test all this stuff. So this week it goes out to a bunch of people and we'll see. I'm, I'm excited about it because there's, there's not a lot out. There's a lot out there on how to dress for men, but the basics all put together in one place, you know, color, style, fit, fabric, pattern, just kind of putting that all together. And guys ask a lot of great questions. Mm. That's a long answer. Sorry. <laughs> no, that sounds, that sounds really interesting. I, I know I have some, um, male friends that have been asking for advice from you. Um, I don't know if physical look, uh, physical distance might be an issue, but um, I've sent them your information so you guys can connect and connect you with them. So that's yeah. fantastic because if you can do yeah. it long distance, you know, why not? I can. Well, I can travel too. They can come here or they can go to Reno where all my resources are. I can travel to them. Right. I have clients in different locations that I fly to. But, um, you know, they have to pay for that. So it just depends. We work it out. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, um, is there anything 
you would uh, like to close that with? Is there anything I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't think so. <laughs> I feel like we talked a lot. It was great. Where can uh, people find out more about you and your project? Hmm. They can find uh, just about anything they want on my website, uh, yourauthenticimage.com, or they can email me, Kathleen at yourauthenticimage.com. That's Kathleen with a K. Thank you so much, Kathleen. I really appreciate uh, taking time with me today and uh, talking about simplifying, minimizing clothes, wardrobes, life. Everything. Routines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great to be with you, Melena. I got to get to the Baja. Yes. I would love to see you in Baja. Great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Unhustle podcast, a place where we have real, unedited conversations on the topics of hustle, burnout, stress, life in the fast lane, and more. We hope you enjoyed it as much as I did interviewing our guest. Connect with us at unhustle.com and follow us on social media at Unhustle Experiences. Thank you for listening today. Stay unhustled.